and welcome to Try to Like It, the podcast where every guest try a food they hate one last time. I'm David Zwick, and I'm here with my fellow taste bud, Winston Carter. Winston, how's it going today? Hey, man, I'm good. How are you? You're doing good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is our Valentine's episode. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Valentine's Day is tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You're probably in significant prep mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been baking brownies for weeks. Brownies for weeks? Yeah, I'm building Make a brownie, brownie stadium. A, a brownie stadium. A stadium. Looks like people do snack stadiums for the Super Bowl. I'm doing a brownie stadium for... Different kinds of brownies or just uh, like the same no, monochromatic brownie? same kind of brownie. Just a lot of one kind. Oh, wow. Are you doing and honestly... Kind of doughy. They're not good. Are you doing chips in the mix? Huh? Chips in the mix? What? Potato chips? No, no, no. Chocolate chips in the mix. Like, what do you, do you mean? Like, do you like a fudgy brownie? Are you adding, did I add p- chocolate chips to the, Sometimes, to the 35 cases of brownies I'd have to make? That's what I'm asking. No. It's an additional... So you're doing, you're, That'd be like 100 pounds of chocolate chips. So I'm not a wealthy man. So dude. these are just fudge squares. Yeah. Lacking No, a, they're a closer to cake. Okay. And there's so many of them, it's very high. Yeah. So is this a surprise? Because no, because Erica doesn't even like Gillette Stadium. <laughs> I don't know why I chose the Hope of the Pats. Yeah, <laughs> for my girlfriend's Browdy Stadium. Yeah. Is this a surprise, or has she been watching you build this out? No, it's so big. It's in her house. She's had to see it. Yeah. So what's this for? I guess for me. <laughs> I don't know, man. Well, <laughs> I saw a bright light in the sky, and then I had this compulsion Winston, to make a, a challenge Gillette for this stadium. episode. <laughs> could be this. This could be real. You want me to eat? <laughs> you want me to eat this? Yeah. All right. I want you to actually make the stadium. You're promising. Christ, that's not happening. <laughs> uh, we should introduce our guest. Yes. Today we are joined by, I'll dare say, a friend of ours. Good friend. Good friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sammy Rapstein, yeah. or should we be saying Samantha for professional reasons? No, no, Sammy. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm Sammy professionally too. Yeah. Okay, great, great. How's it going? Thank you for joining us. Yeah. It's good. I've been looking forward to this, yeah. and I yeah. get to be the episode of Love. So that's yeah. a big it's, compliment, guys. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, be a good one. Last year we did chocolate. About this time, yeah. this year we're rolling in with a. Uh, yeah. What are we? What are? What do you hate that we are serving you today? Um, this is very socially unlikable that mm-hmm. I hate it, and it, it's you know a real exclusionary thing, but. I hate red wine. Ooh. Yeah, red Ooh. wine. In vino, veritas. I uh, want to like it. I want to like it. I think it's a good skill to have to like red wine. Mm-hmm. So this is a an episode of you know something that's usable on a date, something that's usable in life. Mm-hmm. You know, someone invites you for a glass of red yeah. wine, you shouldn't think to yourself, "Well, that sounds terrible." Mm-hmm. We're here to help. Hopefully, we find some things out. Uh, we have some ideas. We may have overdone it. I hope we'll, you did. Yeah, we. <laughs> it's gonna be ridiculous. Yes. Okay. Uh, um, but before we get into all yeah. that, we're going to do a little bit called Hot, hot taste. taste. Yeah, and we're just skipping a Valentine's Day theme because both of us yeah. have big opinions we need to get off our chest. This is a hot take on taste. Hot David. Taste leads the yeah. Hot Taste Legion, which is an X-Men style team that all of our opening segments are in. And I'm ready to just right. go. Yeah, David, what do you got? What's your hot taste? So the, you've been mad at me, Winston, recently because I turned 30 a few months ago and yeah. you're like, stop saying you're an old man all the time because mm-hmm. you've been 30 longer than I have. Yeah. Uh, you've Four lived through longer. it, yes. <laughs> so this opinion's gonna make me seem like I'm really digging in, digging my heels on the I'm a new old man sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, I think this is a hot taste, and you can and we'll rate these, and there's a whole system. Okay. We'll explain it. Mm-hmm. I not only think they're like doubly better. I don't think plums should exist when prunes are in the world. I think prunes are fantastic. I'm new on prunes. I'm a big prune guy now. And I think prunes are not only vastly better than plums, but I don't need plums around. 
Well, but you just said they don't need to exist. If they need to in exist the world. only for prune Well, but making. right. That's a very that's key it. reason they do exist. Yeah, but I don't need them like at the store as a whole fruit. Okay. I don't I, like. Are you anti-stone fruit in general? No, I love stone fruit. Okay. Love a peach. Love a nectarine. Okay. But, but, Anti-plum. But like the only thing I can think about like is like a plum tartlet or a plum crisp. Like mm. I don't need plums for that. I'll just take my prunes, put them back in the prune factory, leave them on the vine, let them get dry. I'm a prune guy. Leave them on the vine, let them get dry. That's Fucking what we just said. Okay. I hate this. Why do you hate this? I don't. It's, it's it just, is a hot taste. It's just certainly a cold taste. No, <laughs> it has no heat. I think it has this some is heat. Something. This is like the world never requested this. Taste. <laughs> it's but a geriatric hot yeah, taste. Yeah, no one but, cares. I mean, some people like plums. Maybe also, not at how this am table. I get pl- okay, first of all, how am I going to get plum wine? If I don't have I'm plums. saying if all of the plums are put towards prune use, mm. I don't need plum wine. Like, I can't think of a plum use oh my God. that wouldn't be better done as a prune. And people like plums. I'm not alone yeah. in saying, like, this opinion. Like, I recognize people in the world buy, purchase, enjoy plums. I don't need them. I'm a prune guy. I'm a prune guy. Okay. <laughs> this is... It's a hot I'm taste. I'm like mad I have to argue this. Why? I hate everything about it. I hate that this exists. <laughs> Do, like, I'm mad at you that I now have to have an opinion about what you've said. He does Why? not want to participate in anything I, about that. I hate talk it. about prunes, talk about plums. Okay, I don't know much about either, but I do know this. Yeah. You need plums, plum wine? Plums have to exist. Yeah, it's great, man. Everyone loves plum wine. Yes. Who doesn't love plum wine occasionally here and there? What name... I wouldn't even know where to get plum wine. At, 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 at Bevmo. Okay. You're done. Yes. Uh, I don't. I honestly don't have an opinion about this. Why? If you don't. If, if, why, if, if your hot you take is, I don't want plums around. I can't really have an opinion on that. No, the opinion is prunes are significantly better than plums. That is sure. the crux. Sure, I'll but, just agree because I don't. Because you don't know. Opinion. So I don't know. Let's be very clear. I think this is a hot taste. I think it's hot. But you just don't know enough about prunes, prunes or yeah, plums same, so to sorry, participate. To I think your problem with the rating of this is predicated on its lameness. Yeah. Like you're down rating something he really believes in and because I'm, it's on a subject matter that's... I just don't care about it all. Yeah, it's I'm very building funny. a stadium <laughs> out of brownies. Yeah. I don't have time for this. So we do rate these on a scale of hot and cold, like how controversial is this opinion, yes. hot or cold, and then good or bad based on what we think of the opinion. Yes. I think this is hot, but okay. I'm not allowed to okay, I'll, I'll, rate it. I'll, I'll rate this first. Yeah, you're going to go cold. This is certainly hot. It is, because you're asking that an entire fruit be skipped. So its extremeness yeah. makes it yeah, hot. Yeah, it is hot. Right. Yeah. It's, okay. a hot, it's a hot taste. It's so bad. Why? Because it's dumb. Because <laughs> one doesn't... It's not as if if you get rid of plums, you'll have more prunes. <laughs> that's not how this works. It's just hatred. I mean, it's, it's straight up. I mean, yeah. that's... It's not it's, even hatred. It's just prunes are so... Can we agree? Prunes are so good. I don't. They're very good, but it's like you want two of them and that's it. What are you eating? Like full containers of prunes. I'm eating six prunes. prunes I'm buying non-sorbate prunes. I'm buying unsorbated prunes. What you're saying? uh, You can pay thirty more cents and get the sorbate. What does that mean? Out of your prunes. I don't know. Okay, then why do I not want? Maybe I need it. Is it like fluoride? Maybe that's the only reason to eat prunes. Good for my teeth. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Uh, all right. You've, I've given my judgment. Hot, bad. Hot, bad. Sammy, do you have a rating for this? I think it's a hot taste to, you know, agree with Winston because it's a very extreme point of view to eliminate a fruit because you just like its dried counterpart so much better. 
but I think on the vogueness or like you know socially interesting scale, like lukewarm. Okay. Okay. The vogueness we've yeah. never heard that yeah. before. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Winston, what's your hot taste? My hot taste relates to the time of which we're in. Here's the deal: Valentine's Day needs to be Valentine's week. It'll ease up everyone and make the experience significantly better for every single person. Make this relate to food. It is. Well, it's because it's because people go out on Valentine's Day and it's a nightmare. Yes. And and uh, restaurants are booked. They're overstacked. People can't find reservations. It's a fucking really stressful thing for almost everyone involved. Sure. All based around one night. Yeah. It's dumb. Well, here's the... Th- Make it a week. Make it lover's week. And and you can choose to go out whenever the hell you want in Lover. Maybe you guys maybe you guys are early are, are are right at the beginning. You're on a Sunday. I think you can make an LA freeway argument for Lover's Week in terms of restaurant reservations. Mm-hmm. That if the expectation is like you have to go out during those five days, that's what happens if they add a freeway, just like traffic fills those gaps. Like adding so. lanes to the freeway. Mm-hmm. This is adding lanes to the, the, the lovers freeway. I don't think so. It's just that many more reservations, that much more expectation that you get into a restaurant. Maybe you have to go multiple times depending also, on seven days your partner. Week. Sure. But I'm imagining this isn't a five day unit. No. This no. is a full week, I including so. weekends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still. Don't skip. Hey man, don't 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 weekends are for the lovers, all right? Yeah, fair enough. So Yeah, I think part of the I can't believe we're doing a calendar hot taste. Okay. Yeah, after prunes, mine's the dumb one. At least cool, mine's cool, cool. about food on a food podcast. There's a strategy something here. I mean, we should reschedule restaurant week to be over Valentine's I agree Day. That would be so great. So you have oh, this so whole dine week. LA is with yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So yeah. you have this whole week worth of like exploring with your date yeah. or dates. If you're not if you're dating, yeah. maybe, maybe you have maybe a few different yeah. celebrations of love over the yeah. week yeah. of Valentine's Day. Yeah, what's what's Valentine's Day for the polyamorous, huh? Yeah. Huh? It's Lovers long, week. It's a long day. So yeah. day that if is. you have more than seven, well then you gotta double up. That's on you. But <laughs> that's what it's gotta be. I think I think Lovers Week is the way to go. Yeah. And it is one hundred percent related to food. Okay. It's one hundred percent about restaurants because that's a nightmare. Yeah, but that's you a long with thing. calendar stuff, huh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, the restaurant business has nothing to do with calendars. I'm David. <laughs> Where's my prunes? I don't listen. I'm a prune guy. It's gotta be. I I genuinely think because I think the pro move for most people is that Valentine's Day is not that big of a deal. You send flowers or you send like a gift, but that's not where like the dinner happens. The dinner happens before that and as a surprise. That's the pro move. Is a surprise dinner the week before and be like, I didn't want to do it with everyone else. I wanted just to have our own night. Great move. Right, but come Valentine's Day, if you come don't Valentine's do anything. Day, you send a little thing. No, no, you, you got to do something, though. Yeah, just you, send, to be clear. You, send, you send flowers to the work if that's flowers what you're doing. Flowers to the work is that's a, a good pro, move. That's the move. Flowers to the work is an old school, should come back much more seriously move. You know it's who, great. You know why flowers exist? To show off. You know where you can show them off? At work. Yeah. Right. That's Flowers to home are useless. Right. It's a, it's a bunch of stuff that will be dead. But I don't think flowers are ever useless. But flowers to work not, are better. You're not a flowers, flowers guy. Are good. I've I've done flowers. I've given. I've have sent flowers once or twice. I'm much more of either baking something and sending it to someone. I've done that a bunch. That's really nice. I've but I have also uh, like potted plants is what I give a lot. I love that. Like like a flower, that. but that's going to be around. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Yeah. I got a plant. I've gotten plants before as gifts mm-hmm. and I love them. And I've had some of them for multiple years and they're just like these big, beautiful kind of Christmas cactuses with lots of flowers. Oh, that's they're cool. Great. That's yeah. great. See? Love it. No, it's good for me. And on Lover's Week, herbs. flowers all the time. Give yeah. me some herbs. Herbs would be great. Herbs. Yeah. Really, it's about making the gift specific to the person who you're giving it to. Yeah, I want herbs. Yeah. 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 Flowers are good. Flowers are great. They're really good, like post performance at work. 
Like if someone just had a performance and you bring them flowers, that's like a, not what I thought you meant. No, no, oh. I, y- yep, no, not what yeah, I thought. We you both meant. thought it was you a guys sexual. Thought it was post yeah. coital flowers. Yes. We're on Valentine's Day yeah. here. You can't and smoke inside. We, we thought that men, if you've performed good or bad, frankly, you should be sending flowers. It's a different set day. of flowers. Yeah, it's a different set. Yeah, you're gonna one's have to, lilies. Yeah, one's stargazer orchids. Yeah, yeah. and also knowing you, Winston, each one is a performance. Hmm. Like knowing you, each session is a performance for you what you probably do like some sort of what dance yeah i'm saying that, that you're a deeply dramatic that's lover that's what you're yeah. yeah you're not wrong yeah. in a very yeah, yeah. showmanship sort of fashion man i really hope uh my girlfriend's bobs listen to this episode <laughs> yeah uh but no i do think man now i'm kind of like yeah we should give after sex sense what's the flowers man or it, maybe oh, is it too? Mm, yeah, it's too much to have them in the room, right? It's too much to be like roll over and roll back and have flowers because that assumes you knew it was coming or are always prepared, which is yeah. neither of them. That's, I like that's the idea not, of you can't you can't give out yeah. that you that you knew this was gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. have to always pretend to believe Although, that this is a wonderful serendipity occurrence. But that's my thing. Lovers week. Yeah. Well, could you postmate flowers afterwards as well? Postmates like, flowers. Yeah. You like should you're be just able to postmate flowers. Was, I don't know if you can. You should be able to. You definitely cool. should be able to. That's a wonderful postmate. <laughs> the thing. flower delivery service is like don't. <laughs> don't you dare take you know what's really we advance this is the big thing right now is the flowers that don't die the roses in a box that are these beautiful square boxes from a bunch of different companies and they last for like two years what? they're a really beautiful gift they're what the wait what but how do how do they not die they are chemically treated yes they're immortal roses they're, i want to dip my body in whatever these roses what? are in because like a resin they, <laughs> they're like yeah hard. no they're they feel like roses they smell like roses they're in boxes and they do not die and they're just a stunning gift they are expensive but they are a phenomenal gift i'll show you a picture yeah please because i want to find yeah. out like because what you said is like a like a like a like a dead dictator laying in state is what these roses are like. No, like no. they're there all the time. Think more like Weekend at Bernie's. Like upright looks <laughs> possible. No. That's way worse. No, no. Like they're oh, not. They're, they're yeah. possessed by a Jamaican demon, right? Isn't sure. That the last one? Oh, yeah. oh, I shouldn't have left this flower out. I, let me go put it in a vase with water <laughs> yeah. that it doesn't need. Uh, no. That's amazing. It's a good gift, though. I'll, yeah, I'm into that. Yeah. yeah. For Lover's Week. For Lover's, Lover's Week. week. So, which is, which is, it's just the week of whatever, whatever Valentine's Day falls on. It's that week. Correct. That'd be great. Yeah, this is a good, lukewarm taste. Okay, so we're right in the middle of Lover's Week right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're still Lover's Week. So I don't think it's that as controversial as... Is it the full... It is the weekends, right? Or is it a full week ahead of... Is Valentine's Day the last day of Lover's Week? Oh no! Is it always the seventh. It's the, the Easter no. of Lovers Week. No, no it's always no. got to be that. The, it's the just whole week. wherever Valentine's Day falls. It's that oh, whole yeah. week, and you do with it what you want. And then yeah. there's like a special one. It's like when Halloween falls on the weekend. It's a special one when Valentine's Day falls on Friday or Saturday. Yeah, you yeah. get like a leap. Much like this lovers year. Week. Yeah, it's a leap right. Lovers Week. You get eight <laughs> yeah. days. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're all on board. Yeah. I think I think I don't think it's that hot, but it's saying. a very good opinion. Right. I think it, like, yeah, if this that doesn't were... feel like a taste to me. This feels yeah. like a really strong opinion. Yeah, I'm this sure is just like when someone wanted to talk about calendars. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Hey, listen, I love a I love I love a calendar. <laughs> <laughs> I like the weeks. You like the layout. I like, I like the boxes. It's very organized. It's it's reliable. <laughs> I yeah. can I can put little stars on them, and that don't mean anything. They don't mean anything. I label things that mean nothing. So let's get into it. Yeah, this has been hot tastes. So Sammy, where are you from? I am from the likable part of New Jersey. What makes it likable? It's New York's cousin. It's Bergen County, New Jersey, which Bergen. is about 10 minutes outside of New York City. You go over the George Washington Bridge and you land in these suburbs. And Famous that's where I'm from. Candace Bergen, correct? Yeah, it's named for the great Candace Bergen. Yes, an early pioneer of New Jersey. Road. Yes, great, cool, perfect. Bergen County. 
I've lived here for a decade though. Okay. So, so I, I no, no, no. But I just like to add that as you a don't note. Think so? No. Nope. Decade? Doesn't matter. I you can't take the jersey out of someone. You could be sure, both. But you could be both. Okay, well then I'm both. Okay. If I can collect, then I am both. All right, you're both. Yeah. yeah. I have a great love for Los Angeles. I wanted to move here very badly and I did right after college. Okay. I had spent the summer here, so I love being in LA. That's great. Yeah. And uh so what okay, so growing up in New Jersey. Yeah. There is a list of foods I could guess you grew up eating. Sure. I but what did you actually grow up eating? So my parents are very cool people. Mm-hmm. Some of you have met some of them. You have um, a cool mom. I have mm-hmm. a very cool mom. Um, two of them had completely opposite visions around food okay. and feeding you and that right. and that kind of a relationship. And I am a, an only child and my parents were divorced when I was a kid. So I spent all my time like one-on-one with each parent. Okay. And my dad has a, um, had a very Jewish grandmother kind of vibe okay. to his cooking. So like, you know locks and cream cheese and eggs on a bagel for breakfast mm. and really great brisket and just awesome chicken cutlets, okay. homemade applesauce. He was great in the kitchen. Yeah. Awesome. My mom um, was a personal trainer by trade for a wow. very long time. Yep. And she is, um, she was way ahead on things that I think are such commonplace now. So she was making green juice way before oh, people wow. thought that was cool. Okay. So she had a very healthy approach to food and she didn't love to be in a kitchen as much as my dad did. Mm. So she has a couple classic Karen dishes. Like she's got a chili that's very good. Turkey mm. chili. that's very good. Mm. She's got a great chicken salad. That's got pineapple in it that I love. Ooh. Um, with heavy on the tarragon, like kind of big chunky. Oh, yeah, really good. I'll make that for you guys sometime. Um, but that's your challenge for the yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but she also was like really healthy, like big mm-hmm. on just proteins and greens and veggies and stuff. So I had these two kind of um, schizophrenic food yeah. <laughs> profiles happening in my that's life. Cool, that's awesome though, because you had the best of both worlds. Yeah, and I had it exactly 50 50 because okay. that's how their drug yeah. custody was. So okay. I had each of these things in complete balance wow. for my eating. So yeah, damn, yeah. dude. Okay, all right. Wow, I think I cook so like you that now. Green juice. As a kid. Yeah. That's nuts to me. Oh, yeah. That's insane to me. Yeah. To think of like, I mean, I know now it's like a, but like I was from, from Oklahoma. So like, yeah, we didn't know about green juice until like three years ago. Yeah. So like, uh, man. Wow. Yeah. Like 2011, 2012 is when I first stumbled upon green yeah. juice. Mm-hmm. You're grown up. Yeah. Not like religiously every single day, but that but like, like things like that were part of what she would do. Like she believed in smoothies. She believed in, um, like really early on to homeopathics, like mm-hmm. stuff that people were just not adopting it. And you, we wouldn't, it wasn't like Whole Foods was a big deal yet. And she would be going to these cool little hippie, natural like food natural food stores, and like cool places. And I remember them and they always like smelled like incense and it's great. I spent some time in an Aikens natural food in yeah. Oklahoma. It's like the yeah, only. I don't have good, you have good memories or mine is all. Is that like, like the what one is an Aikens? place Yeah, in it's a chain. There's a chain. So now it's a chain, better. which immediately takes it down. Well, no, there's like there's like five of them. Yeah. They're right. not huge. Okay. And there was like a very healthy, my mom was like, this is a healthy elixir we could drink. Okay. So it was like some, I don't know, had a bunch of. It was straight apple cider it vinegar. It was terrible. Yeah. It was very goopy. Oh. But that's my memory. And He's so scarred like by seats. this. I wish people could see your yeah, facial expressions in describing Ooh. what you Yeah, I only want had. pulp and citrus juice. Otherwise, strain that. Strain right. that yeah. juice. Yeah. Right. Get that juice out of there. Yeah. So the one thing I th- would have assumed that uh, would get mentioned with Jersey that was not mentioned was uh, Italian food. That's like the only other thing where yep. it's like that is yep. so Jersey to me. Cranberries. Uh, cranberries. Yeah, Banana. cranberries as well. You can, <laughs> yeah, like, sure. Yeah. As it is with anyone, if you think about Jersey, you think about Italian food and cranberries. I think about cranberries. <laughs> okay. I do. 
And the Pine Barrens. I don't know what the Pine Barrens are. Pine Barrens are further south, right? Okay. All of this is further south. Yeah. Except for the happened. Italian part. That's right. right where I'm from. Right. And Candace Bergen. And, and Candace Bergen. Um, so you did eat Italian food. I have a really interesting relationship with Italian food. Yeah, I love Italian food. I grew up around amazing prepared food stores mm-hmm. and really great restaurants. And I spent a lot of time going to cool restaurants in the city with my parents because my dad loved that kind of thing. But I actually got... Um, totally enveloped in the Italian culture because I had some friends in, um, this is outside of New Jersey, but I had some friends that I grew up with in Florida where I would go to visit my grandparents and kind of go back and forth a lot, which is another thing a ton of people from Jersey do. But they were the only other kids in my neighborhood and we became friends and I realized that they own this very famous Italian restaurant in Florida and it's a family run and they're all from Italy and there's five daughters and it's this sort of my big fat Greek wedding of kind Mm. of feeling of just culture and love and cooking and stuff. And I worked in that restaurant with them on every break and every time I was down there from like eight to 20 something um and when you're a kid you work the coffee station Mm -hmm. and so you need to do that and then you get paid from the waiters for like a piece of their tips and when you get older you expedite and then you work in the desserts and then on new year's eve you have to wear like an evening gown you host and so the point is that they were old school and they would eat dinner at like four o'clock in a back room and the food was just out of this world and i've had the pleasure of going with them to italy so um the food that we've experienced together is really special so yes from new jersey from my life big appreciation for italian food and extremely unlikable that i don't like red wine yeah yeah, oh yeah multiple places i mean there's been two trips to italy where i haven't been like dying to drink red wine like that's a travesty Ah, that's that's most of what you do. Yeah, I know. I've only been once, but that's I did that every day. And to tease what's coming, I did search for an Italian Sangiovese and couldn't find it. So, so it's not coming. So it's not coming. There's no Italian wines uh, presented. <laughs> yeah, tonight. That's okay, but maybe we'll convert my disliking of red wine, and I'll go back, yeah, and it'll bit. be a whole thing. So, what's in your like repertoire now? Like, if you're like going grocery shopping, like what are like the f- a few meals that you're like, like in your rotation? In your rotation. I love to cook. Um, I will make lots of different proteins in the oven. So I'll do either like a a steak that I sear stovetop and then Mm -hmm. throw in the oven and do that with some veggies. I will do some nice roasted salmon. Um, I also live for my Instapot. Love that Instapot. I've never used one. It's great. It's great. great. Yeah, it's really great. I make a nice chicken chili that all my friends like that they, that's a recipe we've shared a lot. Um, because it really cuts down on the cook time, right? It does cut down on the cook time for things that are going to take you a really long time. Because it does take time. I mean, anything, it's never going to be something where it's like, oh, this was really 10 minutes. Like, it's not. So you you prep stuff and you put it in the Instapot and you make sure you have enough liquid because that's really the key. That it's going to work off of steam that's going to create from liquid. So you got to have enough liquid okay. in there. Um, and then you kind of set it and put it on like seal versus vent, yeah. which is the big thing on an Instapot. Seal means don't let the air out. Okay. Vent means let the air out, which is kind of not the point. That's, yeah, the point is to keep yeah. the air Yeah, so you just want to make sure you've, push seal and then you set it but it doesn't just immediately go on yeah like it has to heat up it heats up and then it goes on so people really think it's going to take you no time you just don't like the venters with the instapot (laughs) yeah you you seem very anti-vent it's more about the anti the fact that it takes time to heat up before you're really cooking so like everyone's like oh you can make something in 20 minutes like it doesn't take 20 minutes but it's a lot shorter than the six hours it would have taken you i mean i take like five or six hours to make red sauce routinely Mm -hmm. and i just was like oh that's worth it right there. I still make red sauce on a stove. Yeah? I make like homemade turkey meatballs and red sauce like at least once or twice that. a month. You don't use it? You don't use the pot for that? No. Oh, damn. Well, never, maybe I won't get one. No. Yeah. I, I put red make... wine in that, by the way. Okay. That's something I put like red that? wine in. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. See, that makes sense. Yeah. Covered by tomatoes, but okay. It's covered by everything. I mean, it's it's purely to like change like the the color, the the depth, and the depth of how it tastes. It does that. It doesn't feel like it tastes like red wine. And speaking of red sauce, we almost did raw tomatoes for this episode. Right. We did. I don't like them. I don't. I think that's fair. I don't like them at all. They're bad. Well, I don't love nightshades. Like, I don't love tomatoes. No, I don't think that's a nightshade. That's not a nightshade. Mushrooms. Um, Yeah, why did I say mushrooms? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, like I like the taste of eggplant, but it's not great for me. And like, like all bell peppers like them, but they're not great. They're not good for like Tom Brady, who I hate. But Tom Brady doesn't eat nightshades because they're they're an inflammatory. So I I hate tomatoes. Right. Yeah, but what about all those spicy people that that eat them? It's fine. I I don't really like spicy either. Okay. That could have right. been a thing we could have done. Spicy I don't, food? I don't. Really? <laughs> we just no. like, like, you're like, all right, well, we have uh, the spiciest food you can eat. <laughs> We're going to be here for nine and, different episodes of things that I hate. And before we started, you said we could have done water. I hate, I, I yeah, don't I, hydrate properly. I'm working on that. It's a, that's been a big, I've been working on that this year. So I'm, um, it's important to hydrate. It is. It is very important to hydrate and I don't do a great job of it. So, I have questions about okay. this water. Thing. All right. Is it too bland? I do better with hint water. Okay. How about like, uh, like, have you tried just bubbly water, but no? Flavoring? I don't love, I'm not a soda girl, so okay. I've never been like, like, I don't really drink beer, so I'm not like really into, okay. like I do have um, like LaCroix or like, okay. like any kind of bubbly flavored water yeah. in the fridge. Like I'll drink some of those and I have water around and I drink it, but I don't. I don't love it as much as I want to, and I know how good yeah. it is just, for me. Like a, just a wedge of lime. Or I something, know, right? That'll, I, that'll do I it. know. That'll get you there. That's what they used to do in the old world. I'm a big fan of mint. Is my yep. water mint mix in? Yeah, good. I like Cucumber. that a lot. Cucumber's good. It's number two. Mm. Strawberries, just dice up strawberries. Strawberries probably great. number three. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna get you hydrated. That's the. Challenge. I know. Yeah. I know. Like, Important for this episode, by yeah. the way. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll have water on standby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, then it's two liquids you don't want to have. No, no, it's good. It's good. This is this is about doing work today. This is good. I'm ready to talk about. Let's. Red there's wine. so much to talk about with red wine. Yeah. Let's jump in. Okay. What do you? If I say we're about to have red wine, what is it that you're like not excited about? Well, it stains your teeth. Okay. Um, it's got sulfates in it, which can mm-hmm. give you a headache. Yeah. I believe in my mind that I will like it, and then I have it and i'm angry that i was wrong at myself i was angry at myself that i was wrong about that yeah i want to like it i really do and there's been a few moments in my life where i've tasted a red wine and been like that's a good taste i don't know that i want a whole glass of it yeah or a carafe of it the way most people really do i have a theory about this okay that relates to beer as well okay uh, which is in general these are drinks that our bodies are telling us not to drink because uh-huh. they are full of stuff that's bad. Some stuff that's really good right. for us, but some stuff that's really bad for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're like also- Like red wine both... has antioxidants. Yeah. yeah. What, I mean, beer's potential- Beer, I mean, beer yeah. beer exists originally as to be a fuel source. Like, yes. it was like, they can eat their calories. They can drink the calories. Mm-hmm. But uh, we don't, they're not good for us and our bodies naturally don't want to like them. There's a reason why like the first beer you give someone, they're like, ugh. Yeah. And then it takes a long time. I to never got past that with See, most that's foods. That's what I'm wondering. Yeah. No, okay. I definitely, my body has a very like visible red flag to like, this is poison. Okay. Like it's a very like quick mm-hmm. like answer that I'm getting. Okay. So I think that I never worked hard enough to pass that. Will you drink spirits? 
I enjoy whiskey and bourbon. Um, that doesn't make any sense. To why not? I'm though? sorry. I don't know why. Whiskey is like so much more. First of all, you shit. both know me well and have been around me when I, I have yeah, had. But a we cocktail. also have to introduce you. Yeah. to I an understand audience. that. That's yeah. fair. That's totally fair. Yeah. Completely fair. We, can do, fair. we can do the way we know you, and we'll just skip to the drink. Okay. <laughs> uh, but no. Um, but I don't. I don't love to drink. Um, that's not. Okay. That's not something that I like crave or immediately want to do if I'm going to have. Um, if we're celebrating somewhere, I'll have like a cocktail and it's usually a whiskey based something. Um, but I would love to be able to feel like I want to go somewhere and have a glass of wine. Yeah. And also, um, we're here on the east side where we have a preponderance of beer and wine bars. Mm -hmm. And I never would have thought like, oh, don't take Sammy there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in knowing you. I would have been like, hell yeah, she likes wine. Oh, it goes with my brand. Like it it should fit with me. Yeah. Um, and how was white wine for you? White wine, I like. I happen to really like rosé on a okay. super hot day. I enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Um, I like white sangria a ton. So I like with like lots of fruit. Yeah, like a fruit bowl. That's mostly juice. Though. That's like, juice. Yeah, yeah. I like. It's like slightly more acidic. Yeah, juice. exactly. Okay. I like that. Um, I in the in the other kinds of drinks family. Like I'm not a beer girl, but I'll drink a cider. Like okay. I like a pineapple cider yeah. or I like a, a good hard apple cider. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big dessert person, as you guys know. Mm-hmm. I'm really, I do love dessert. And I think things that feel more like that. More in the sweet spectrum. Yeah. Like you're not going to have like a Bloody Mary probably. No. Also with tomatoes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I had one good Bloody Mary once in Chicago because they put mm. a lot of stuff in it. It's like a meal that oh, yeah, happens yeah, yeah. to have tomato juice and vodka near it. Yeah. yeah, it's got like a little like hamburger. Yeah, and like there's yeah. like, like I we always had an expression like there's not enough meat in this. Like, <laughs> like in the, and that's great. Like I like that. I like that there's a whole charcuterie. I feel like I had one in, in Seattle that had a bacon straw. That's oh, it's fabulous. That's oh, great. It's good. It's inventive. It's playful. Yeah, and it's, was there's fun. more. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm remembering, it may not have, but I'm remembering a whimsical bacon spoon. It should have. Yeah. It should have. Um, we also, to you just touched on sangria, we rarely, when we have a guest on the show, like ask them questions about the food, we want to be surprised. Sometimes if we make a bunch of things that fit within what they like, then we like hopefully have diagnosed either with what we've made or what we've discussed where that food goes wrong with for them. So we did actually call you about a sangria. Yep. Uh, and in you telling us that you're cool with the red wine sangria, mm-hmm. that's not one of the things we're serving up. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. We, I'm cool with it because of how I feel about white wine sangria. I'm okay. cool with it because there's a lot of other things distracting me from the red wine. And I can guarantee you that if you saw me drink a glass of red wine sangria, you'd probably see a little wine left, but no fruit. Yeah. Fair, Fair. enough. Uh, Fair enough. And have you done a mold wine ever? I have done a mold wine. Um, it's all right, but I would, but like any day, I would go towards like a whiskey, oranges, cloves, it's apple like a juice, cold weather drink. Yeah, okay. like I would go the other direct. Like if we're talking about like a cold weather drink yeah. that's like maybe around a holiday or something where a mulled wine could appear, I would like if I was serving something like that, I would immediately go in the direction of like a a sort of warm citrusy whiskey mm-hmm. okay. brew over a mulled wine. Here's the case for wine. (laughs) Literally, good pun. Good, I like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Wine is amazing. It's it's a huge part of of like the history of man. It is uh, directly tied. It's probably the beverage we drink that is the most directly tied to the region it's made. Yes, Uh, the terroir. Yeah, the terroir, and then it's also 
I really think, and I've, I'm, so here's, I am a convert to wine. I'm a new lover of it. How new? Uh, maybe the last four years. Yeah. Dude, three. I, that sounds right to me. Three or four years. Yeah. You I was su- not into it. You suddenly, in my time knowing you, you suddenly were a wine guy. Yeah. And it, are you well, a wine guy? I'm not really. I'm, I'm a someone who I really love. I really love going and like, uh, wine tasting. Okay. Is amazing. I like wine tasting yeah. too. I, again, the, and the experience of it yeah. distracting me from what it is okay. we're doing. Yeah. So I love wine tasting. I fell really in love with a couple different, uh, uh, movies like the psalm movies i i like was would just became obsessed with watching them all the time for some reason the psalm movies yes yeah, psalm psalm s o m m about psalm it's yes there's three it. of them very now. different yeah, yeah very, very, different. very different closer than you no no, no <laughs> very uh but i i really fell into those and i became like really obsessed and i'm fascinated that like wine ages and it develops over age i think mm-hmm. and it's still like very much active when it's in the bottle mm-hmm. so like the cellar like the funguses in the cellar affect what's in the bottle that's all incredible mm-hmm. I'm into it in a way that like I see other people become obsessed with beer. I never like, but wine, I'm into it, and I think red wine's amazing. I like the culture of it very much. Yes, and I faked it through a lot of those experiences mm. a lot. Yeah, um, but I I would love to be more participatory in that part because yeah. I think that it's really cool. I love the idea of that people collect wine mm-hmm. and that it's something that's coveted and it it can be. Um, a really beautiful gift. So I like all yeah. the things around wine because there's a lot of sentimental pieces of it. It's got elements of like art culture into it mm-hmm. in a both good and bad ways and bad where like people collect it and don't know what they have or don't it, like, it's a lot of collecting things without really appreciate, like enjoying them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When like, I hear about a billionaire having like 10,000 bottles that in their lifetime, they won't be able to finish if they did for a day. Yeah. I, I don't understand that. Like these are things that should be enjoyed. Yeah. I like that if they're the kind of person who is big on throwing occasions and is pulling from their collection, yeah, like sure. that's kind of a very cool part of what I think the wine culture is interesting to me. And then they also have like there's like fraud, much in the same way there's art. But oh, there's fraud. been a ton of yeah. fraud of wine fraud, like, really expensive. Which is wines. I'm fast. And also I'm like, this is the wrong way to feel, but I'm also like when you see the people who are getting robbed in those like like there's one very famous documentary about these guys who got like fra- defrauded. Is that the word? They defrauded yeah. like uh significant. But then you're like But you're like, yeah, these dudes are like didn't know what they had, don't really would never really drink it. And I'm like, well, it's kind of Robin Hoody, right? <laughs> like, it's like very like, but I'm fascinated by wine. Yeah. And I'm excited about it. I'm so excited to do this episode. Uh, Me too. I'm beyond thrilled about like sipping a bunch of wine right now. Great. It's going to be great. Uh, Is this your first wine tasting on the show? We've involved wine in, in cocktails. both of our slam downs. Yes. Okay. So the slam downs are a seasonal episode we do where we make uh, four mm-hmm. cocktails in a yes. competition between one another and we bring on judges to judge the cocktails. There's almost cool. always a wine one. Like there's, there's been a wine one in both. Every like there was a wine requirement in the mm-hmm. summer and then I used wine to make the mold wine. Kali Mocho for the winter slant down. Sangria, which That's you would true. love if you've never had apple cider sangria. Ooh. Ooh, very good. Ooh. Um, but it was a white wine, right? Yeah, that's so, why it was like a white wine and apple cider yeah. and apples. It was delicious. Um, based on what you said, I wasn't like you just you would love this. No, I believe you. I do you believe said. you. I'm looking at you as if I don't, but I do. Yeah. I do. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I was like, I have to defend. No, no, but no, no. you said earlier. I do um, using the context and you know yeah. me that I I do think I would like that. Yeah. But I'm excited to get into this. Yeah. I had one other question. Just because this is the Valentine's episode, uh, specific to wine, has that uh, ever gotten you in trouble on a, on a Valentine's Day? Uh, this lack of uh, interest in a red wine? or Not, not really. I, I guess mean, you're 
partners should know. Yeah. Keep it, red wine out of the equation. Well, that's part of it. I mean, if, if you show up and you've gifted me a bottle of red wine to split with you, as sweet as that might be, you probably don't know me super well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I've never had it get me into any kind of a sticky wicket. Um, I, I do want to be able to share that with someone. I think that's really fun. Like, I like the idea of like, oh, we both really enjoy wine and now we're going to like have some wine together. Yeah. Like that's a fun activity, I think. Um, it's, it's definitely sweet that red wine is so tied to love. Like it's definitely appropriate for mm. us to be focusing on this for Valentine's day. And, um, it goes so well with Italian food, which also is nice. Yeah. yeah. It's for it's love great. and for Valentine's day. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely the the big boy of wine. White wine's like pretty easy, pretty rosés, fine. Red reds are the that's where you when you you say wine, that's what people think of. Yeah, I mean like there's so many just movie references to wine and things that it's gotten into in stories. Like you said it, I mean Winston, it's biblical. It's been mm-hmm. around for far longer than we have. And yeah. I mean the one of the most famous moments in comedy is the I Love Lucy episode where she's stomping wine. Mm-hmm. Yes, and she that's is. and that's a, I'm a huge Lucy fan and. Yeah. It's like that's a that's a big, you know, memorable, recognizable moment for so many people. Yeah, well, that's great. It's time to get into it. What's time time you you just it. really want to get? He's into wanted it. to start drinking wine for the last yeah, thirty yeah, yeah. minutes. We've probably spoken to each what other. What you reminded me of, Sammy, was I almost snapped my fingers and got mad because, like, the 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 first thing I'm tied to with red wine is the the prayer for the wine at synagogues. Sure. Um, I can I can say the prayer for the wine. I, without, I think I can too. Yeah. Uh, I ca- I cannot. You cannot. Particular. I can. They uh, don't say the. They don't do that at Catholic mass. <laughs> they you don't. drink wine though. Yeah, it's the Bray Priya Gothen. Correct. Right? Yep. There we go. I still got it. Yeah, that's the end of the prayer. Still got it. Yeah, that's the end of the prayer, which is yeah. it's a. It's but then a, I didn't have to bring up God. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. And it's it's interesting because our the prayers are just structured, so you can just kind of swap in the end to be whatever the circumstance is. I don't know yeah. if you knew that one. So that's why I just put it to you. Yeah, the Adonai is like the same blessed be God start to all the prayers. There's like a full sentence, and then there's like a little shift at the end. Choose your own adventure. Yeah, but for a prayer. Yeah, and then it's like puri, and then it's like then and then whatever it is, like Hanukkah, bread, wine. Okay. Uh, lights, up. yeah. Lights. All right. Uh, so that's the that's our uh, prayer instruction for the day. Yeah. But yeah, I was reminded of like, ooh, didn't do Manischewitz. That is like the first thing I thought. That's probably the first line I ever had. Yeah, and so, I, but doesn't bother me as much because it's so close it's so, to grape juice. Yeah, it's, it's really so just grape juice. close it's not, to grape juice. It's not right for our show. No, we're talking about red, rich yeah. red wine. When yeah, you think yeah. about red wine, Jesus that's what we're talking blood. about. Jesus' yeah. blood, red wine. So what's coming up is... Wines from multiple regions, yeah. multiple grapes, one with a mix-in, and then we cooked with it. So we have one savory and one sweet thing coming up. Uh, but let's, Winston, we can get started. Yes! It's red wine time. And we're back. Uh, we overdid it. We have... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight potential bottles. If we want, we don't have to make it through. Like happy we, Valentine's Day, happy everyone. Valentine's Day. Uh, so let's just walk through what's on the table. Okay. Uh, and I'll pause because we have two foods and eight bottles of wine. Yep. Uh, so as a baseline wine, we're yep. doing a 2016 California Charles Shaw Shiraz. It's yeah. two buck chuck. It's probably the most prevalent hey man. wine around our circles, it's at least. It's a four-year-old bottle. It's a four-year-old bottle. Aged as well. Aged. aged. I don't think they take it. Uh, 
We have a chilled Lambrusco mm-hmm. in the f- fridge, still chilling. No. I lied earlier because a Lambrusco is an Italian wine. So that oh. is how we're getting Italy involved. Yeah. I okay. honestly, because it wasn't on the table, forgot that I bought it. Great. Well, it's here. Uh, so I tried to think about this in two ways. Tasting different grapes. Appreciate that. Uh, and then tasting different regions. Yeah. Mm. Did I pair the right region with the right grape? There's no way to know. <laughs> it is beyond my wine knowledge. I do want to give a shout out to former guest yep. Ellen Clifford, yep. who was on our beer episode, who is a wine writer. She was helpful in making suggestions of what specific grapes to serve up. Uh, and so I ended up at Silver Lake Wine, who I'll also shout out. Very helpful mm. in keeping this relatively reasonable price-wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, so from the Fabulous Wine Company, we have a California Cab Sauvignon okay. Ooh, from okay. 2018. From Spain, Ooh. we have a Tempranillo. Tempranillo. Yeah, that's the right You can wine. do Rioja. There's plenty of other Spanish options. Like, I think the most well Tempranillo is also my favorite, yeah. perhaps grape for red wine. Uh, so this is a 2018 organic nice. Spanish red. We have from Argentina to have a Southern Hemisphere Jesus. wine. This is a... Adelante Mendoza Malbec from 2017. Exciting. We have from the uh, from France a Bourgogne Pinot Noir. Okay. We also have a Beaujolais. Okay, I was wondering if you got any Beaujolais because that, that was one of the ones I was going to say is very important. Yeah, we have a Beaujolais, and yeah, Ellen suggested yeah. either doing a Beaujolais or a Beaujolais Nouveau. Yeah, uh, and this one is from California. Beaujolais is like I think it seems to be a lot of the wine. A lot of people who drink a lot of wine end up drinking. It's really, really good and very affordable. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, and nothing we're serving, I think, was, I think the well, the price tags used to be on them. Oh, boy. I don't think I pulled them off. Somebody did you? Here? No. Okay, maybe he did. Yeah. Ooh. I think the guy that, I was like, that would be, that honestly would have, he didn't know it would be helpful for the podcast yeah. to leave the prices it's on fine. the wine. A very nice wine yeah. store service. For yes. Yeah, provide, no, they but, do great. Yeah, no, yeah. like, assuming that I was having, he assumed I was having a party, and I guess this kind of is... Uh, yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For the three of us, man. <laughs> sure. Uh, we're also serving up just as an option uh, port wine, a tawny red okay. port. I'm most excited Portugal. for that. And yeah. I think it's the one you're going to like the most. Yeah. We could have also served up like a red vermouth. Or no, does that not count? That doesn't count. Because it's port fortified? Counts. Port counts because it's it tastes like wine. Yeah. Vermouth doesn't taste like wine. No, and it does I don't not. think it's used like wine. Yeah. No. So the point here is really about yeah. the core yeah. of red wine. Though I will drink straight vermouth, a really they good one, in, as like, but it's almost like drinking a whiskey. They do it in, right. uh, in Spain. It's really popular. Yeah. Oh, and then food-wise, yeah. just because we'll, we'll need a snack, mm. Ooh, we, do. we have a hearty chicken thigh yeah. with a, we talk it's about like the a sauce. Red, it's a red wine reduction sauce, so it's essentially like a bunch of aromatics, chicken stock, and red wine that's been reduced by probably 90%. Yeah. Until it's become like almost syrupy mm-hmm. and then cooked over a very simple pan roasted and then uh, oven roasted. It's beautiful. Chicken thigh. Nice. And then using the port, which mm-hmm. I assume you'll like, I made uh, a port. Well, what, what is It's a port wine ganache over a brownie uh, filled with port soaked dried cherries. Nice. I'm going to eat half a tray of that. After yeah. We've had it's, a bottle of wine. Great. Yeah. Cool. Should be fun. Let's. This is one of our longer explanations of what we're doing, yeah. uh, and to serve Settle this up, in, everyone. All right, yeah. uh, the smallest sip of Charles Shaw. Yeah, let's yeah let's save me from that. And then on the can. table for the first time ever, we do have a spit bucket, uh, mainly for wine pouring, not for, for my wine, spitting. Yeah, <laughs> yes. more for the wines just to get through the tasting. And this is our first taste, so this is the one we'll post on Instagram. Cheers, cheers to love. It's not terrible. 
Okay. All right. I could like I could do that, but this I don't want to do it. But like I have about four nice sips here, um, and that's probably good. We didn't even talk about the proper ways to experience wine. Yes, which is you like aerate it by sw- by swirling it around. Yeah, okay. and then you stick your nose pretty far into it. All right, and then the pros open their mouths as they breathe in. Yeah, like because it actually aerates. Like no, you like you open your whole mouth. Oh, oh, as you're smelling because it aerates it in. Yeah. Yeah, like, and Got then it. you drink, and then there's a whole aeration thing some of them do where they, like, pull air through it in their mouth. I don't do that. It's weird. Right. But I love, honestly, smelling red wine probably as much as I like drinking it. Okay. Like, I don't I know could, why. That could easily be the thing that I adopt today, of it's liking great. the Just smell. Like, you get, and, it, like, and also, it makes you look very smart if you're, like, constantly, like, you're really smelling. Right, you're like, right. Oh, really thinking about it. You're yeah, like, if you're with people that care about yeah. that. And yeah. really, I'm Otherwise, like, you're just smelling your glass. It's like I'm allowed to smell gas. It's cool. Right, <laughs> like, right. I, I'm into it. So. Yeah. Uh, for ease, I'm starting with the first bottle that doesn't have a cork. Okay. So we're going to start with a Spanish Tempranillo. Okay. And I'm going to Someone's say, yelling at their podcast right now, being like, that's the wrong one. Right. And apologies to Ellen. I should have asked, like, yeah. what order should I do these specific wines in? But uh, we're just going to go for it. Like, maybe we should be doing the chilled Lombrusco first, but mm-hmm. we'll find out. Pour. So yeah. You're yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll we've, we've just poured the first glass so we can see how we're going to do this. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going it heavy. Sh- yeah. It should be lighter. I realize I did a half class, but yeah. I also like Tempranillo, and we're having a day. So what's it smell like? To me, it's kind of like, it's minerally mm-hmm. to me. It's kind. It definitely smells acidic. Mm. I'm, I don't know. I just really love the smell of wine. I don't know why I'm addicted to it. So the flavor profile of Tempranillo typically is supposed to be earthy and fruity, notably mm-hmm. leather and cherry. Other food mm-hmm. flavors include plum, figs, and occasionally tomatoes. Plums. So plums. Zero- a good use for plums. <laughs> well, it's, that's just as a flavonoid smell. There's would no... you prefer that people not even refer to plums? Like, not even as a smell? You know, I, I mean, other fruit flavors could include prunes. <laughs> it smells a little less like a traditional red wine smell. I will say that. It yeah. doesn't It doesn't yeah. smell to me like if you were going to do a scratch and sniff what you think red wine. The, the red wine sticker would smell like. It smells like earth. It smells more like terra than it mm-hmm. does like grapes. Yeah. I like it. I think it's a, it's a very drinkable table wine. Yeah. Uh, I'm mo- mostly a Syrah man. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's that's good. Okay, yeah. See? Yeah. See? And then you just, all it is now is just is just forcing yourself to have a couple glasses of it occasionally, and then you'll like wine. I think you like wine. <laughs> I think you're like, oh, wait, I like red wine. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> we, we can work up to that. We'll see. We'll see. By the end of this, I'm going to be like, I love we'll red wine. Like, oh, it's so fun. <laughs> so let's go around the world. All right. Okay. And then return to California. Okay. All right. And then go to port. Okay. So we'll do the Chilton Brusco in just a second, but I'm going to open up. What's in front of me? I will say this. I also think wine is the funnest drunk I have. Like, I'm the most fun if I've been drinking wine. You better be fun today. I'm so much more <laughs> fun than, like, like if I'm, like, drinking beer, I'm, like, fine. I'm very, like, vibey. I feel like dancing He's dancing, so we should yeah. note that, yeah. Uh, that's my, that's also a big part of wine, because we forget not alcohol, alcohol is the same. No, nope, They affect not us the differently. Same ride. So, like, if you don't like alcohol, you might like a different one, or maybe it's not for you, and that's fine. That's also good. But but yeah, some people are like violent on whiskey. That's because whiskey affects some people. I feel somewhere. like the one that's most synonymous is people being violent on tequila. Yeah. Like you drink tequila and you want to fight or something. Well, tequila is the only one that's an upper, right? Is yeah, that the like stimulant. Yeah, it's a stimulant versus a depressive. Depressant? Depressant? Depressant. Yeah. Depressant. Yeah. Your so, behavior will be depressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I'll be wired. For those of you sitting alone on Valentine's Day enjoying a bottle of wine <laughs> along with us. Thanks for coming along for the ride. I hope you're watching old episodes of ALF. Yeah. 
I guess they're all old episodes of Elf. Yeah. But that's what I hope you're getting into. I've opened up next the Adelante Argentinian Malbec. Malbec. Okay. Okay. Malbec is typically a medium to full body dry red wine mm. with plenty of acidity. Ripe flavors of plums, black cherry, and blackberry plums again. give this yeah. wine a decidedly jammy character. Yeah, this is much less earthy. It does have a jam-like quality to it. It smells like it could be a jam. Winston is currently holding his hand There's behind the glass There's a whole and thing looking they do. through it, which I appreciate it, but we know you don't know what you I don't doing. know, but that is a thing they do. Yes. Yeah, so you can he's tell, just like, doing the gestures clarity. of yeah. things that they do oh. in wine-tasting circumstances. Yeah, I'm holding mine up to the light Yeah, there's, the there's a tremendous amount of fake science happening here today, folks. Uh, oh. We can look at the tannins. This is divine. It also, I would say, looks thicker. It tastes really great. It tastes really good. It tastes like someone took a jar of jam yep. and then melted it into yeah. a pot of wine. I will be shocked if this is not my favorite on the it's table. It's really good, yeah. This is so good. Incredibly I'm not drinkable. usually a Malbec person. So I like Malbec, I think. Yeah. Holy cow. So far, really of the bottles getting finished today... It's this. This one. has a real That's shot. That's real good, man. Yeah, this has a real. This is good. It's also worth noting I haven't had a drink in like over a month yeah. or almost a month now. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just like maybe I'm just like oh shit, alcohol's great. Yeah. But uh, this is great. Really good. So let's continue our trip around the world. We are done with our Spanish-speaking countries. Let's do. Let's take a quick trip to Europe. Okay. Mm. We were. We're going to return to Europe at the end. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to open up a Bourgogne. Pinot Noir. Now, Pinot Noir is 100% probably because of Sideways, the the red wine I got into early on. Okay. Yeah, because Sideways is like known for like destroying Merlot. Yeah. Mm. For no good reason, mm-hmm. just because Paul Giamatti shouts no Merlot, and that honestly affected wine sales. Thank so this you. is our this is our French wine. Okay. Right. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a Bourgogne Pinot Noir. This Sleeker. is from Roland Thevenin. Smells more like what I think wine smells yeah. like. This is a wine wine. Yeah, this is a wine wine. It's the first wine that I felt like I'm really going to drink wine. It typically has a fruit forward character uh, with strawberry, cherry, raspberry, and blackberry dominating the palate. It yeah. This is very much what I would imagine when I imagine like, oh, I'm going somewhere and there's going to be wine on the table. This is what I think it tastes like every time. It's yeah. really light. Yeah. This is tartar than... I think any of the wines we've served up so far. Yeah. It's very fruity. Yeah. It's good. It's light and it's clean. I can understand how people drink multiple glasses. Yeah, yeah, a lot of this. Because it's not overwhelming. No. Some of these have been so flavor forward that you're like, holy shit. But this one, you're like, oh, you could drink half a bottle of this right. and be fine. Right. Be better than fine. Yeah. Are you enjoying this? Yeah. I think it's All great. right. Cool. Let's get the Lambrusco out of the fridge. All right. And then let's take a. Uh, a chicken break. Chicken break. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say. So this is a chilled Lambrusco Rosa Dolce. It's a soft red wine, it says. This is going to pop like champagne. Okay. Good. It's done. And this was like a $6. Really? Oh, I've yeah. never had this. Yeah. Well, there. I think from what I know from, I do uh, help out the wine situation, which is Ellen's podcast mm-hmm. a good amount of the time. What I know about Lambrusco from what I've heard from... Uh, the sommeliers who've talked about Lambrusco on that show, there used to be a stain against Lambrusco. And I remember one sommelier saying on that show that, uh, how did she describe it? There are men of a certain age, she said, that she cannot convince to try Lambrusco because it was a period for like 30, 40 years ago where Lambrusco was pretty much undrinkable. It was just cooking wine. Uh, And so now 
you get stuff for cheap. Yeah, you can get it for cheap because it's like of the attitudes towards Limbrusco. But that's great. That's what I like hearing. Yeah, we'll find out how this goes. This would be a fantastic celebra- new celebration thing for me to have. Is a couple <laughs> bottles, especially at six bucks, you can have a bottle of that around. Yeah, that just popped. Oh, it looks it looks great. I love the I love the little bit of fog coming out the top. Ooh, and it is like a it's got deep a little purple. bit of fizz. Yeah. So we're about to have almost like a carbonated red yeah. wine, like a just a little bit. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited about this. It is yeah. just lightly carbonated. I would like say that sparkling wine has a little bit more juice going on. Oh, this is great. I love this. Yeah. It's an interesting sensation to have red wine cold. And there's some carbonation that like, you can feel it. This should yeah, be it's, what it's like you make s- with sangria. Yeah, this, this would be perfect fruit. for us. Yeah. This should have fruit in it. Because it's already pretty sweet. Yeah. Ooh, this is deeply sweet. Oh, it's great. Yeah. It's like as sweet as it's as sweet as like champagne. Yep. Yeah. But I yep. like this more than champagne. I do if too. If you it's... blindfolded me and told me this was cherry champagne, like, yeah. I would believe you. This is great. I'm yeah. into Lambrusco. Yeah. I'm picking up a bottle. I'm going to have it around the house. Yeah. It was That was like a $6 bottle. Time to celebrate. Someone toss the Lambrusco in the fridge. <laughs> oh, boy. What a gig. I'm having a good time. Uh, so How many are we in? Four? We, are, we have tasted. The chicken break? It's chicken break time. We've it's chicken tasted break, yeah. Chicken. One, two, three, four wines yeah. so far. Four wines in. No, there are five. Five. No, I, I can count. Okay. One, two, three, four, five. We've had Charles Shaw. Whatever you want. Here, there you go. Thank you. We've had the Shaw, we've had the Tempranillo, we've had the Malbec, we've had the Pinot Noir, the Lambrusco, and that's it. Here, do you hear there's a knife? Thank you. Yeah. David, you want to give me your plate? Yeah. I'll give you one of these chickens. So this is just a chicken thigh. This is a chicken thigh cooked with a red wine reduction sauce. Just as another way to highlight red wine. Yeah. I happen to love chicken thighs. Well, and you got a good action on the chicken skin, Winston. Yeah, the whole thing looks delicious. Yeah, it's good. I like red wine like this. I think cooked red wine, I've always been a little bit okay with. Yeah. Um, because it just does so much for a recipe. I mean, what it does to tomato sauce, I think, is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Mm. This is my first time making the sauce. Mm-hmm. It's really I'm good. Mm-hmm. Also, I really want to give you compliments, Winston. You are really good at getting crispy chicken skin yeah it's great whenever you've done that for the show it is so good mm-hmm. you're just the king of the stove i'm doing my best really really good uh do we want to move on to another bottle yeah. let's uh head to california i'm gonna acknowledge how badly we all needed that chicken snack yeah yeah that the three of us it just that ate time. that as if we were like somebody had like, just given us a half a bottle of wine yeah. <laughs> and we really badly wanted some chicken Mm-mm. delicious wine chicken I'm making that again. That's good. Uh-huh. Yeah. It almost looked like a chocolate sauce or a mole. It was so dark. Mm-hmm. But when you got up close, you could tell that it just had this like, really beautiful, like deep, rich wine color. Very purple. Which is pretty. Yeah, very, very mm. purple. Oh. Listen, vamp for a sec. Yeah, I mean, we're popping into the bottle You want me to vamp? Yeah. What are y'all doing, babies? How y'all, how's your, li- how your life going? <laughs> What's been going on? This is what Winston thinks yeah. vamping is. This is what y'all want? You're acting like you've never hosted a show before. Up on town. <laughs> Uh, I become New Orleans. <laughs> He's had two You're glasses like of wine. He's become Creole, and his vamping meant Sorry. asking the audience who cannot respond to us how they're doing today. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Okay. Might have been asking you. I was busy with the bottles. So asking this... you too. Yeah. He wasn't really asking me. I I would have felt like she's right. Yeah, I he was wasn't asking me. Yeah. So this is our Beaujolais, California. So Beaujolais is a light-bodied red wine with high acidity, low tannins, 
red berry flavors. Currant and cranberry can show up as well. Oh, Beaujolais, you're so tasty. Yeah, that's very good. I think it belongs at a holiday. Okay. All right. Yeah, the cranberry currant thing, if mm-hmm. we're following that profile, which yeah. I, I mean, the bite of a currant I kind of get uh, yeah. on the palate. But otherwise, yeah. It feels I like it needs to go with like a, I'd like stuffing with this. I want like good Thanksgiving yeah. sides with this. I can see that. I could also like, honestly, like I think a really nice piece of fish. I could see this with fish. Really? A salmon could work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like mm. a meatier fish. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do a white not fish. Not a white fish. Because it's not super overpowering. Like, I think it's no. probably, like, it's the second lightest red we've had. It's pretty passive, to be honest. Mm. Like, it doesn't have, like, a second very strong Second lightest to the Tempranillo, or? It doesn't have a solid opinion. Is like, a strong opinion, yeah. now. Yeah. Second, what was the most light? Wasn't the French one, right? Oh, the, the French Pinot one. Noir? Yeah. 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 Or we could argue that, what is this guy? The Lambrusco? Was yeah. pretty light. Really light. Yeah. I like that, though. Mm. God damn. The wine's great. Uh, so Winston- we learned that I like wine. Yeah, yeah, we've learned we that do. Winston likes wine, and I don't hate wine as much as we yeah. thought. So is this like maybe the most wine you've had? I mean, I've been to a wine tasting, mm-hmm. and I just I enjoy them, and I I they're they're fun to learn about wine. I just don't opt to drink wine. Okay, like the nice thing right now is that we're doing a lot of wine with foods, mm-hmm. so it's helping me to like be able to think about incorporating wine into. If you go out for a meal, like maybe you want wine with that. Or if you're cooking something, maybe wine. Like the same way that I appreciate wine for my, you know, like like a homemade sauce. Yeah. I would think about bringing wine into other places. Okay. And that's like one of the great joys of of good dining is like getting a wine pairing and then Mm -hmm. being like, and like also I like, I really like asking like a sommelier being like, hey, what's like a cheaper, I I want something good that'll go with this, but it's on the cheaper side. Mm -hmm. They're out to help you. They're not out to like try to upside you know, they're out and, to try to and the benefit sure too is like time. if it's on a wine list mm. the cheap wine is there because the it sommelier backs yeah. it up and that it would pair with the food so you shouldn't be afraid of ordering the cheapest wine on a wine list um we've just opened up a cab sauvignon it's from 2018 it's from the fabulist wine company is it the fabulist or the tableist the fabulist with an f okay <laughs> I forget the table is the, table. the most table. That, but that made sense, right? Because like of a table wine, it's yeah. the most a, table, right? Yeah, it's yes. the most table. Yeah, I'm opening a wine company called the Tableist, <laughs> and it's all going to be table white, table red, table rosé. I would like to acknowledge, and I think we will have some pictures of this, but just in general, the culture of the art on wine labels, mm-hmm. I really love. Like, I really love how different they all look, yeah, and how they all kind of. Really lean into some sort of a message. So that in bowl, I like that. And you're like ten to fifteen dollar bottle of wine zone. That's ninety percent of what people are buying. Yeah. Like, like I, there's a whole thing about how like a lot of these aren't like they're all the same or they might not be the best, but they have the best label that people mm-hmm. like. And then if you bring someone's like, ooh, yeah, and that's it. Yeah, which the, is great. The newest thing in terms of uh, flavor profile that's supposed to be here in the caps have, and depending on the wine and where it's grown. Uh, it still is saying online like black currant is a big one, but then it also says like it could have like uh, woodsy flavors of like cedar, oak, and herbs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, all right. I'm getting like some funk in this one. I taste funk. I don't smell as much funk. I feel like I made it outside. You're right. That's how it feels. Yeah, but this is like a cabinet. Like I, can see the, I can see the sun. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I love like the Lambrusco. Feels like I've never been outside before. Right. Yeah. This is also a to me like a cabin in the woods wine. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But this is what's beautiful about wine culture and like like you can go taste beers and it's like, oh I like that one or I don't like that one. Right. 
this it's really all about situational it's like, like oh what is this evoking mm-hmm. you what where was it made it's it's this connected like to the country take a hike way. have a picnic yeah wine and i i just love i mean it's really the fundamental difference of wine is country food and beer city stuff right but man i love wine god damn mm. Uh, this is just because we just just monologuing about how good wine every is. Every time it's been I love mm. wine. Yeah. Uh, so we have two options left. We have a Kalimocho, yeah. which I can go get the stuff for. Go get the stuff for, and then we'll end with port wine, Perfect. and then taste that with the brownies. So Winston has just made us Kalimochos in the glass, which is very nice of him. Uh, so it's just half and half yeah. Coke and red wine. Yeah. And we use the Tempranillo because it's a Spanish. I thought it was drink. important yeah. to have it tied to the region of origin of this drink. I just we tried it. That. It's great. Okay. It's, uh, well, you made it. So I feel like that's a biased oh, opinion. I mean, at this point in the tasting, this is, this is how Coke. I'm meant to drink red wine. Yeah. Right. That is that's the it? end all. Like that's the chat. That's like the game changer for me. I don't love Coca-Cola. I don't drink Coca-Cola yeah. often. But I could 100% get behind that. They're this great, right? I totally great. understand why people do this. I, in my head, do it not sounds agree. disgusting. But in my mouth, fantastic. I've been evangelizing about Calimochos for maybe a year now. Yeah. And people were like, I don't know. I'm like, just fucking try it. In and the summer, I could drink a pitcher They're of this. great. It's delicious. They're great. And I feel like it probably gives you a very nice... It's a buzzy pretty, drunk vibe. even drunk. Because you're like, yeah. got some sugar from the Coca-Cola. And you also get, get some, some caffeine, too. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Uh, they're so goddamn good. Yeah. They should have these in a can. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. That's a thing that exists. Because it's almost like a better... It's not Red Bull and Vodka's yeah. cousin, but it's like... It's like Red Bull It's like, it's like like Red Bull and Vodka's older brother. <laughs> like a little bit like, hey, chill out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and speaking of canned wine, uh, Ellen Clifford, who helped curate this episode, she sa- I asked her if there were canned wines that would be good for this episode, and she specifically said... There are good canned wines out there, but for her tastes as a wine writer, they have not solved red wine in a can. Interesting. Like wh- there are whites and rosés where she's like, you could give very high recommendations for it, mm. but in terms of reds, is not yet there for her. And so I just honored that there's no canned yeah. wine on the table. We've thought about it. Guys, Calimacho is great. This Calimacho is delicious. I'm like really surprised by how much I like it. See, that's everyone's response. It's made me response. like soda and red wine yeah. much more. Everyone's response is like. Uh, and then they try it and they go, fuck. I'm like, yeah, it's amazing. It's insane. It's it taking away gross. all the parts of red wine that I don't like. Yep, like the with, taste yeah. and everything else about it. <laughs> See, but it's it's the depth. Like, like Coke's not deep flavored. This no. tastes deep. Mm-hmm. But it covers it. Like, the sugar really helps. It's like sangria, but then it's adding some fizz. It's a Coke upgrade. I don't know why Coca-Cola has not adopted this as a product that they actually sell. Yeah, they can sell us peach flavor, but they can't give me a red wine, <laughs> non-alcoholic flavored one. I'd buy that. Oh, you okay? Get this the alcohol real, out of it. Just, this yeah. is a real option for uh, Trader Joe's Coca-Cola. Yeah, RC Cola could really own it. Somebody would be in. smart enough to own it. Got to put a call into Big Beverage. In deciding to do a Kalimocho for the episode, we knew we wanted a wine cocktail, and mm-hmm. Kalimocho just because. I've made one for the show. Winston's evangelized it for so long, it just made the most sense. It's perfect. Because there are ways you can... Was this your idea to have it today? Kalimocho? Yeah. I pitched it along with mulled wine and sangria Okay. okay. on an Fair email. That's fine. Fair enough. Uh, so let's end just with port wine, because we're going to also get port wine flavors in the brownie. Should yeah. we do the brownie first? or We should do them together. Okay, we'll do yeah. them together. So as a reminder, these are, no, like chopped, coarsely chopped port okay. cherries cool. mixed into the batter with a right. port ganache. We're doing brownie ahead I'm of try the, the brownie first. Okay. 
It, it's a brownie that looks like the cake from Matilda. Yeah. So it's very dark and it's very rich looking, which is mm. exciting for someone like me who lives for dessert. The t- topping on top with the ganache really helps. Where a topping like just, would be, yes. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, need the cherries. You don't yeah, need the cherries. They're just carriers for wine. Yeah. No, I'm going to have another piece of that. That's really good. Because mm-hmm. it also... And then with the port... It's really great. I think the benefit of the cherries uh, are just like letting you know where the wine is. I have to cut another piece because with the port, it's amazing. Like port is so close in flavor profile just to sangria. Yeah. Because it's as if you've added... But going back and forth, this is a perfect like pairing of, of a dessert and wine. I love the port in the ganache and in the cherries. I love it less to drink it. Okay. So I'm inspired to put port into desserts. Like, what would we do to poach a pear with wine? Because that's a thing it. people do. Yeah. Is that with they port? use red wine. You could use port. I like the idea of port getting into recipes. It makes sense to me because of what it did to this brownie. It's, mm-hmm. like, so rich and so, like, deep. It, like, mm-hmm. takes the dark chocolate to, like, a whole different place, which and I these really, were made really love. With... This was Dutch processed cocoa powder, but the, mm-hmm. the ganache is semi-sweet. There's not, like, fully dark chocolate in the ganache but me, you wouldn't guess that if you serve this to somebody and didn't it, tell yeah. them they so would have thought it was dark chocolate you would yeah. just have thought it was dark chocolate it's got like a really deep kind of rich flavor but for me the flavor of when you have some of the dessert like just the little bit of that ganache left in your mouth and you take a sip of the port because then it's acidity that blows through it and it's like transcendent for me like that's like what i'm looking for for a pairing of wine is like mm-hmm. usually to be the cutting through thing on a rich dish yeah. what do you love more dessert or wine do oh shit oh wine dessert yeah. Me too. I love yeah. dessert sure much more. So for me, the experience of pulling wine through a dessert mm-hmm. is like a, a tainting of the dessert. Mm-hmm. But having this wine in this dessert, mm-hmm. I think, really helps the dessert. Like if an unlimited budget is a, at a nice like shared plate restaurant or any nice restaurant, it, I prefer just order more food than mm-hmm. get cocktails with the thing. Mm-hmm. With an unlimited uh, budget, that's when I start adding wine or cocktails in but that's just because like i want to try more things than i do care about getting drunk with a mm-hmm. nice meal see it's not getting drunk but or, i do think like having a drink the way it opens up your senses and also for me it's like if i'm in a group makes me more conversational makes me mm-hmm. want to like enjoy like i i find that very appealing but i understand if you don't i get it so this has been the tasting one of our longest tastings ever uh let's walk back through what you enjoyed, because I want to just do a quick breakdown there. Mm-hmm. So, fan of the brownie, you like the port in this cooking application more so than drinking port straight. Yeah, super inspired to add port to um, sweet side mm-hmm. of things. So I think it just made chocolate somehow have like a deeper profile. Mm-hmm. You like the Kali Mocho, but at this point, what wines would you see yourself returning to? I think I will drink a Kali Mocho in the summer. I think like that at the pool this summer mm-hmm. is a real thing for me. Um, and not nine of them, but like that's as an option for a thing that happens. Well, yes. you're not me. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. Um, I liked the Lambrusco. I liked it because it was really light. It almost felt like it could be related to rosé. Mm-hmm. I know that it's not, but the point is that like yeah. it was so light and it was kind of a little bubbly, so it had that sort of feeling for me. Um the, I really liked the Malbec. The Malbec remains my favorite of the yeah. wines we serve today. Yeah. And I think it was only like a $16 bottle for an Argentinian wine. It's good. It's so good. And like that's a really good discovery for me because I'm so used to at, 
if picking from a wine list, kind of just assume I'm getting like a Pinot Noir or a Rosé. Like those tend to be my favorite wines. Right. Because uh, like uh, Pinot Noir is a little bit lighter. Rosé is also super light. Like typically if I want a wine, I'm not looking for like the heaviness that was present in the Malbec, which is really just a jammy kind of like yeah. fruity thing. And of course that makes sense for me, someone who's super into desserts to want the wine that was closest right, yeah. to a jelly. Right. Yeah. right. That's why I think I liked it so much. It um, it's the kind of wine that made me like wine. I don't see myself buying two buck chuck. Like I don't yeah, see myself don't, drinking it. Yeah, and honestly, with what's open, like it is going to be cooking wine for me. But otherwise, right. I'm not gonna be playing around with it. Too I think much. it's a perfect cooking wine. It's the best cook, cooking wine for like, the buck. It's yeah. cheaper than it's buying cheaper than actual, actual cooking, cooking wine. wine. Right. Uh, and then otherwise, and the, as we showed, you can make a really good sauce out of it. Yeah, yeah. like something that, that when it reduces doesn't have foul flavors. Doesn't. It's good. Yeah. But like the Beaujolais for a sparkling wine was pretty up there for me in terms of hey, sorry the Lambruscos, the Lambruscos up there for me in terms of a wine that's sparkling, which is typically not a category that I enjoy. Uh, But that was good and for under ten dollar bottle, really great. I like the Cab Sab too. The from the Fabulist, yeah, Yeah. that was good. The Tableist, the Tableist, yes. Um, for me, the Beaujolais is the most drinkable. Me, the Beaujolais is the one I'm like, oh, if I had a bottle of this, I could crush it. The revelation wine today is the Lambrusco because I'd never had that. And I, I'm like, holy shit, what a fun, what like a fun, a fun holiday yeah. like celebration drink for us. Yeah, I yeah, think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like oh, like oh, well, yeah, champagne's around because I okay. So uh, for a little background on me, my go-to move in college was to bring champagne to parties. Me too. I would walk around it, with a bottle of champagne. Yeah, because it, yeah. it changes the it changes the seat. We're talking yeah. Andre. Yeah, I would oh, take yeah. a couple bottles of Andre, yeah. and people would be like, what? I'd be like. This oh, party's going to be more fun now. You open and you start handing out bottles of yeah. champagne to people. Like, people the vibe stoked. is good. Yeah. No, 100% I, uh, behind that. The majority of my college hangovers were Andre Associates. They're not kind. No, yeah, they're, they're terrible. They're not a they're kind. Rough, but no. honestly, a fantastic drunk. Yeah. Like. But this, but uh, the Lambrusco is really like, I'm like, fuck, that's like the adult. Like, if I show up with that, people will be like, what? I'm like, let's pop this open. This is not a let's save it. This is let's get into it. I love it for we're getting together, hanging at a friend's house, as does happen, hopefully, more than it even has, but at least a couple times a year for Mm -hmm. all of us. Yeah. Um, If we're going to go out to a dinner and we think we might be doing something like a Musso and Frank's or like a somewhere where you're going to start drinking red wine there too, this feels like a really good before we go out. I hear Like hang out and drink this. The Beaujolais. It doesn't weigh you down. Excuse me. The uh, The the Lambrusco. Yeah. The Lambrusco. Because it's like kind of like a bubbly, fun... Yeah, like let's not... have this and enjoy the evening. And if the evening's gonna be red wine focused, yeah. I yeah. would like that after this. And for our men of a certain age audience who like doesn't drink Lambrusco, we're just young children. No, they I love would Andre challenge Brower. it. I would say for men of yes. a certain age who don't drink Lambrusco, let's try to be more open minded. Yeah. That's fair, because otherwise I'm a prune guy well, and I'll be hanging out with you yeah, guys. Too. I mean you're a prune guy now, and I don't know how we're gonna help you with that, but the Lambrusco, I think more people could like it. So this has been the tasting. Uh We've learned a lot about what we like about red wine. We found some that you enjoy. This has been a success. Yeah, I think so. I'm going to categorize this I'm as happy a true with this. success. Yep. What a, a day. I'm stoked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Sammy, if people want to find you online, where should they go? If you want to be found online. Sure. No, I can be found. I can only be found on Instagram. I've divorced myself from all other platforms other than LinkedIn and Instagram. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, I did it a while ago, and I'm not sorry ever about okay. it. Uh, I'm on Instagram at SBR14, mm-hmm. so you can feel free to take a look and kind of connect um, <laughs> in a non-weird way, which yeah. would be great. Um, but You're good yeah. on LinkedIn. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like you follow me on LinkedIn, <laughs> yeah. which is actually a lot weirder. Yeah. It's like a lot less weird of a place to follow someone. Yeah. It feels immediately safer. Yeah. So not a bad idea. Yeah. I, I, You're proving 
to you that you've worked. Yep. Yep. What jobs you've had. Yep. Uh, yeah, well, thank you for so much for being here. This has been an, it's an absolute been such joy. such a special day to like celebrate the day of love and yes. hang out and learn to love wine. Yeah, this and is great. Yeah, we're going to keep drinking me, too, which is great. Yeah, we're going to hang out. Uh, so if you want to find us, we're at Try It Like It Pod all over the internet. That's Facebook, mm-hmm. Twitter, Instagram. Five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts would be fantastic. Uh, Winston, do you have a superstar shout-out? Do I have a superstar shout-out? Yeah. Castora Sellers in... Uh, they're in the lower wine region near Solvang, uh, Santa Barbara area. That Oxnard region yeah. as well? Yeah. They're they're up there. They're unbelievable. Uh, if you can find one of their wines, I'm a huge fan. And that's yeah. and if you can't, go to Trader Joe's and look at their Coastal Cab. If you look at the back, you'll see Bottled By. And I think it normally says Castora Cellars. And yeah. It's great. I just want to shout out two wine stores that helped make this episode possible. So that's Silver Lake Wine on Glendale Boulevard. Right across from like the Red Line Tavern. Mm-hmm. Really great, good tasting room. Really fun place to drink when yeah. they're opening up bottles for you. Nice. Uh, they also have a very good selection of spirits. I was yeah. hanging out. Cool. I like almost bought like Velvet for Lernum. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then classic Velvet for Lernum. <laughs> yeah. There's a cocktail going to make coming up that requires bar. Velvet yeah. for Lernum. That's uh, and Heath Ledger's last movie, right? <laughs> uh, Velvet for Lernum. The Terry Gilliam Velvet, Velvet for, for Lernum. Lernum. Yeah. <laughs> no, the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus, Velvet right? For Lernum. Yeah, 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 Velvet yeah. for Lernum. Yeah, Velvet for Lernum. And then I also want to shout out Vinavort. Didn't buy any wines from this uh, episode, but I love that store. I often go there because they have a pet gnat that I love. A pet gnat. A uh, uh, I, I don't know what the it's like a kind of like it's a it's a sparkling wine but it's like because of the fermentation that happens within the bottle it's really cool and they have a, it's the best wine I've had it's from the winemaker margins okay. it's so good it's a wine I had through the wine situation okay. it's been my it's and Vinavor does a cool thing because all of their I think they sell 95 percent women owned wine cool oh cool so it's owned by a woman they're selling they're showcasing wines mostly by women mm-hmm. uh and it's just I'm a cool it. store we like that. yeah uh so those are the my two superstar shout outs and then challenge for the episode watch psalm for together together okay i we'd have a blast oh we could do that today fun. yeah with I, these bottles yeah uh perfect uh so thank you so much for listening Hope Thank you, you so a- much for joining us, Sam. We oh, it's really a pleasure. Cheers, it. guys. Happy Valentine's Day. And have a good one. Hey, everybody. It's Michael McMillan. And Bryce Johnson. And Riley Bray. Of the Bigfoot Collectors Club, the show where we talk to amazing guests about their personal paranormal histories and share stories of high strangeness. Yeah. And we're coming to you tonight to tell you that we will be doing a live show in Los Angeles on February 17th at the Bigfoot Lodge in Los Feliz. If you guys haven't come to the Bigfoot Lodge, you've got to see it. And moreover, you've got to see us at the Bigfoot Lodge. The place is so cool and chill. It's 21 and over. Get a drink. Watch us do our show. You're going to love it. And it's free. That's right. Riley Bray will be playing some live music. We might have some surprise musical guests, some surprise guests, and some more surprises. Lots of surprises. You'll never know who's coming through our portal. So join us at the Bigfoot Lodge, February 17th in Los Angeles, 7 p.m. Be there or be unaware. (laughs) What? Paranormal. (laughs) Good.